feel the heat of the game. The crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache. And the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. We've put the tie in a real good position and that was always the game plan before the ball was kicked was can we set it up for Ibrooks next week. So obviously getting away goal to get back in the game is, is a huge positive. It's a top, top save to, to get back and drag that back in, into his grasp was, was another world-class save and we need to probably go and find our biggest performance of the season at Ibrox to get this done. The Goal Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Cy Ferry. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808-1717-700. Yeah, we're back. The weekend kicks off here. Cy Ferrius with us. Barry Ferguson, of course, Paul Cooney. Barry, how is Cy looking after he resumed training on Saturday? He's, he's looking yeah. well, to be honest with yeah. you. He's got um, a wee glow about him, but listen, that's what football does to you. He's He's been off for a, a few months now. Um, lucky him, he's back. I'm... I'm still trying to find out if we can get back, but it's great to see League One and League Two clubs back training and, and starting their, their fixtures next uh, Saturday. Say, si, what was harder, the training at Peterhead or four hours with Barry and me in the studio? Oh, no, I'd much harder four hours with We've done a bleep test. How'd you go on? Your old dad won it at 33, Paul. Absolutely cruised it, huh? Did you really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. What did you get in the bleep test? 15-5. So when it starts for one, you go through every level, one, one up to 15. So I, I, I won it at 15-4. The closest to me was 14-9. We had young boys at 21, 22 getting 12 and 13, Paul. No so, way. Honestly, so... Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was, I was fuming. But yeah. no, great to be back, Paul, honestly. Just yeah. seeing the boys back. And since that, I had a wee chat with them saying that the scores weren't good enough. But since that, they've trained really well. So we're going to have a wee practice match tomorrow for the league starting on the 20th. So, can't wait. I know. You, you were tuned in to us on the way back from Dundee from the training. John Hartson, Barry Ferguson. And uh, we'll be on on Super Sunday, a week on Sunday, for Celtic against Rangers. So, today, Rangers' remarkable run rolls on in Prague last night. 1-1 with Slavia. Where does Alan McGregor's last-minute save rank in your book? Is it the best you've ever seen? And he's out at Sheffield United this morning. That's Chris Welder, who did so well for so many years. No longer the manager. Is he going to take over at Celtic Park? That is speculation this evening. Plus, we look forward to tomorrow. In the Premiership, Livy need one point to secure top six. Hamilton need every single point to stay in the division. And Ross County, also near the bottom, against Hibs, looking for third top position. And is Scott Brown on his way out of Celtic? He's wanted, perhaps, by Stephen Glass if he takes over as manager of Aberdeen. So much in the go, Barry. What about that save last night? And I suppose, first of all, what about Rangers? Another undefeated in Europe. Yeah, I, I'll be honest, I was worried with the, the first half hour. Um, I, Still I, rough, I, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think they, <laughs> they celebrated a bit too much on Saturday and Sunday. But do you know what? I'll let them off with it, it's, as we spoke about throughout the week. It's been a long 10 years, so I, I think they deserve to go and celebrate. But as in terms of the game, as I said, they never get started and still, until they, they scored the equaliser. They started to get better then in the second half. I, th- I thought they started to gain control of the game and in the end created some really good chances and could have come away with three points. But I think in the playing home, the manager and the players will be delighted um, taking uh, Slavia Prague back to Ibrox, um, one each, and they've got every opportunity. Um, 
And I, I honestly believe that Rangers are a better team than them. You've got to give them respect. They've they had some decent players, but they weren't as good as as I thought they were that they were going to be. Um, so no, we take that result and uh, we'll see how it goes next Thursday. But for me, Rangers are certainly in the driving seat. And in terms of the the save for Alan McGregor at the end. Um, wow. I paused for 15 seconds if I've been honest with you when I was uh, lying on my sofa my cup of tea watching it and then I got up and I started um, applauding it I thought it was unbelievable up there with the best I've seen and that's what he produces um, I, I was going to say every single week but in big games at big moments last minute that's what Alan McGregor produces and again I, I watched it an, a, a number of times um, and it just gets better and better you think that's better than the Griffiths save for you I guess because yes. it's closer to the goal and he's not got that time to react yep as you say Griffiths was what about 22 23 yeah, yards mm. um, but that, that one um, was just I mean, don't, in the bottom left hand corner <sighs> and I'm thinking to myself when it left the guy's head I'm thinking goal the power yeah. Yep, and it's actually behind them yeah. when he saves it. So you see, we young or young Patterson is Alec Ray kept calling him. You see his reaction to the save; he couldn't believe it. Yeah. Eh? I think mm. he thought it was a goal. And the way McGregor, he just clawed it out from behind him like Fergie says, mm. unbelievable save. What um, did you think, Si, of Rangers at the beginning? Did you think this could be when the first goal went in and then he almost scored again? What were you thinking? Wait, at the first thirty minutes, yeah, yeah, I was I was worried for Rangers yeah. because I didn't think they knew how to press uh, Prague because I think with Hollander playing, you couldn't go and press high up the pitch because. Prague done what Antwerp wouldn't do is put the ball in behind them. You know, you could go and press high against Antwerp because you knew they weren't going to try and turn you, whereas Prague were looking to turn Hollander at, at every opportunity. So uh, Rangers are a wee bit cautious in terms of the press and once they got that sorted though, as Fergie says, I thought they were comfortable in the game. Uh, and probably second half, they should have went on and won the game with a few breakaways that they had. But I thought they were much better as well when Rebo moved up one. You know, I, I think that defensive role in Europe I, I don't think he, he does it Paul he does a job but I don't think it suits him I think in Europe away from home he's better playing that one up and maybe an Arfield in there to shuffle across with Davis and, yep. and Kamara I, I agree with Sai you've you seen the difference when he moves centrally he, he was Rangers main performer last mm. night again he impressed me and he's impressed me throughout the throughout the season he, he's became a a big player um, for the Rangers team and for the manager um, but I, I'll go back to the, the save is just um uh, it's laughable how good it was uh, and it's up there with the best I've seen I played in a game against Werder Bremen mm-hmm. where they absolute battered us uh, for 90 minutes we got a draw and he made a save um, in that game where it was point blank uh, point blank should I say um, again it was an unbelievable save but that one last night was even better and it's one of the best I've seen So what do you think at home? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700 calls coming in already of any club Rangers fans Celtic fans whoever have you seen a better save? Sai, what were you going to say? Just on prior I agree yeah. with what Fergie says I think I think for defence to midfield are decent mm-hmm. I think I think they've done their homework in Rangers they played that big switch we were saying on here because Kent and Hadji come in so narrow the, the pass that is on is that big switch and they, the, you can tell that they'd worked on that but in terms of a goal threat, I, n- I never thought they had that. Mm-hmm. You know, although Rangers were under the cosh for 30, 35 minutes, I can't really remember Alan McGregor having a save to make in the 35 minutes. So I agree with Fergie. Going back to Ibrox, I just think um, Rangers will have too much. I mean, again, I thought Morelos was very good again last mm-hmm. night. And, and I think I get them at Ibrox, I think Rangers can score goals against that team. And yeah, we've still got to respect them. I think they'll be quietly confident that they've got enough. You heard the manager say after the game, um, during the game, he identified some issues that they've got. And if Rangers perform the way they have, um, throughout the season I don't think they'll have too many problems what about, can I just say what yeah. about their manager you see him he looked <laughs> yeah. like he'd been furloughed for the Barras man 
What was he wearing? I thought he was going to start shouting selling sports socks or I something. I thought you would mention the clobber. Yes, <laughs> terrible, wasn't it? He deserves to be knocked at the competition for wearing that on the side of the pitch. Well, there's a few uh, inside this this building. They've got similar clobber to him. <laughs> James, <laughs> oh, that shirt he's got on his shirt. I, I, I don't know I'm, what to say about it. Is it not very fashionable? I'm sure it's not. No, 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 no. I wouldn't no. clean the windows with that shirt. I'm telling you. No, it's um, <laughs> it's up again. Similar to like Alan McGregor, that was that's up there with the best. Uh, James, the producer, shirts up there. With well, the <laughs> well, let's get that one. He's always, you know, he's taking pictures of us going up. Let's see what James is wearing today, what they think. Ali, we'll see about that. Uh, 0808 17 17 700, the best save you've ever seen. Where does that rank? Do you think Barry probably won't want to see beyond next Thursday? But, you know, Tottenham look in the driving seat, Arsenal as well. Man United, that late goal, 1 1 with AC Milan. But it's looking tasty the next round. Yeah, as I say, I fancy Rangers to get through to the next day. I just think, Paul, again last night, as I say, when they are under the cost, they're so well set up, they didn't really concede a lot of chances. And it doesn't matter how good the opposition is, when you're set up like that, and you can stifle teams and you can keep them out, with the front three that they've got, there's always chance of them scoring a goal. And as I say, even when Rangers aren't playing great, they still create chances. And that's that's where they've been really good this year. And I think in European football, the way the hit teams on the counter-attack, didn't think Kent was great last night, but Fergie, but he still gets in the positions where he looks like he can score goals. I think Haji was a wee half-yard off, off the pace. Mm-hmm. As I say, I, I like a rebound, that, that, that front three in Europe. But no, Rangers have got a great great way of playing in Europe, as I say. They stop chances at the back and they create chances, even when they're not playing well. Yep, and if a team does get through them, they're up against a top goalkeeper. Absolutely. And yep. that was um, the one glaring chance they had in the, the second half a minute to go. And, and do you know what? I think if, if they did score that, then they're in the driving seat. That gives them confidence that maybe knock Rangers a wee bit. So, how important that save was uh, was last night, I think it's so important going into the, the next game. I do think, I know a weak link, but. The one that I worry about for Rangers in Europe at that higher level is Hollander's pace mm. at the back. I thought I thought they were trying to play on that last night. I, th- I think I prefer Balligan in the bigger games. You know when Rangers are going to go and press high up the pitch because like Alec Ray and Stephen Craig were saying, Rangers need to go and push high up the pitch. But it's hard to do that when you've got Hollander. Mm-hmm. That that's the only thing that you can label against Hollander. I think Cause he defends a... his box that well. Fair, yeah, he reads it well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think he's a real warrior in terms of defending, just over the top. Pace wise He's a bit suspect And maybe teams Might play on that But I thought he coped With it Reasonably well Last night But in terms of Balligan He does bring you That, that bit of yeah. That bit of pace 1-1 okay. last night Let's hear from Stephen Gerrard What he was saying About the game And the game plan After the week we had And preparation wise It was quite tough But credit to the players They rolled the sleeves up They dug in And after a, a slow start Where we were a little bit Second best the players' performance was really, really positive from my point of view. And um, we've put the tie in a real good position. And that was always the game plan before the ball was kicked, was can we set it up for Ibrooks next week? Because we know we're a real strong team at home. So really looking forward to that game as well. And what about that equaliser? When we analysed this team, uh, one of the areas we, we see opposition teams getting some success was from set plays. It was a decent delivery. It's about who reacts the quickest, who's switched on, um, who wants to gamble, if you like. And Yanis has gambled. He's done ever so well to drag it back. You're expecting one of your attacking players to run through the goal and score. But it was big, super Phil, uh, the prolific centre-half from Sweden. And um, 
we managed to get back in the game. After a sloppy start on the balance of play, I think that was what we least deserved. And the goalkeeper himself? I thought there was a few real big pivotal moments within the game, uh, opportunities for both sides to win it. Obviously, Alan's came big for us again and to top, top save to, to get back and drag that back in, into his grasp was was another world-class save. And obviously, Connor, the other end, has a, has a big chance to maybe go and put us in front. But I think at this stage, it's always important, especially when you're away first, to try and take something from the game. And to obviously get an away goal, to get back in the game is, is a huge positive. And the big thing will be the rest they can have now. It's going to be a very different week from what it was last weekend, clinching the title, celebrating, you know, first time in 10 years and then travelling to Prague. That must have been tough. Yeah, the, the, there's no doubt. I, I've had a uh, similar scenario myself. Um, we won the league on the Sunday with the yeah. Scottish Cup final the, the following weekend and we parted probably a, a day too much um, and we suffered for it. We, we didn't perform. Um, Dundee were the better team but luckily Big Ammo came up with a, with a goal and um, we basically st- stole the, the cup with the, the performance. So um, I, I know how it feels but listen... I, don't take anything away I think they deserve to go and celebrate there's no doubt about it and come Monday you've got to then go and put the professional heads on I think that's what they've done took them a bit of time to get into the game Paul but I thought in the second half they came strong and they, they could have nicked it but I think if you asked them before the game the manager I think coming back in the plane he'll be happy enough with that one each draw taking them to Ibrooks where they're really strong I think they'll have a go at them and I think they're beatable Mm. So, what do you make of Nathan Patterson? Let's hear from the manager first of all. He was outstanding. Um, I think he's became a man tonight. This was probably the biggest game of his career. Uh, in fact, it is for sure. He's had a real big few weeks uh, emotionally, and obviously he's stepped into the the captain's position. And he's played with maturity, and um, he's got a massive future ahead of him. We just need to guide him and keep shaping him, improving him. Um, but we've got a player here, I think. Yeah, I thought he was great, Paul. I really did. I, I really like him. I think he's got um, he's got a great way about him. One thing I do like as well, Paul, is these fullbacks nowadays won't, they all want to be attacking fullbacks. But Nathan Patterson defends really well. One v one against his winger, very rarely does his winger go by him, and he gets forward. And what I liked as well for I think he made a mistake in the twentieth minute, which they nearly scored for. And I, and I watched him and thought, like, let's see how Patterson reacts to this. Will he go into his shell? But he's still taking the ball. He's not just looking to play the easy pass all the time. You know, when he's in the wider areas, he's looking to take people on. He's looking to get crosses into the box. And I thought his decision making on the ball was very good throughout the whole game. Maybe bar the first 20 minutes where he was yeah, a wee bit. He, he grew into the game. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Just similar to the, the rest of the team. It, it took him half an hour to, to get a grips with it. But you can see there's there's real potential in there. I thought he made a great block in the second half. Brilliant. Um, Edge of the box. Yep. He's great going forward. But def- defensively, he's impressing me as well. And he's only 19 years of age. He's, as the manager just mentioned there, he's had a lot going on, going on the last month or so. Um, and that last night was probably the, the biggest game he's had to play in in terms of pressure um, on him and I thought he handled it really well and I agree with what the manager says there I think Rangers if he keeps his head down and he keeps wanting to work hard on his game I think Rangers have got a real player in their hands You see that block as well Fergie loads of right backs would just stay in the right back anyway. yep. his man came to the edge of box and he just went well yep, he identified it yep. which is great at that age 19 sometimes you, you switch off mm-hmm. um, but no he identified it early the cut back and what a brilliant block! So, no, I, I, I'm sure after what happened with the the COVID situation, the five at, at the party, mm. I think that was a real learning curve for him. I think now he knows that he needs to get his head down, settle down, and uh, keep continuing to work hard. 
And as I said, I think Rangers have got a real, real player on their hands. You did say he deserves, everyone deserves a second chance. And could you imagine if he hadn't been available in the last uh, 10 days, two weeks? Well, Rangers fans, give us a call. What a month it's been for you. And Celtic fans, what's happening since we last saw you, Si, on the show? Derek McInnes has departed at Aberdeen. And the news says that Stephen Glass, the former wide player, the defender, uh, he it's maybe near the top of the list. Of course, there's the he's Atlanta, USA, where Dave Cormack is as well, the owner of the club. If he is coming, the word is he wants Scott Brown to join him as a player coach. Yeah, I, I would I would see why he would want Scott Brown as a yeah. player coach. You know, if you're going to get your first job in Scotland, what better guy to have on the pitch and inside than Scott Brown, a guy that's basically dominated it for, for eight years. So um, I've no doubt that Stephen Glass would want Scott Brown. Whether he'd want to do that, Bruno, I don't know. Mm. I, I hear things that he wants to play one more year. Has he got uh, one more year at Celtic? Oh, I'd be the new manager. Up to new bank manager. Has he got a contract? No, I don't think so. No. Mm. I think he's contract up. I'll be honest with you. When I seen it, I, I can't see Scott Brown going and playing. Maybe if he hangs his boots up, he might go and see it as an opportunity again to get into the coaching side. Mm. It, but I can't see Scott Brown going playing with MDLs. No. If you were the new manager, would you not want him as part of the squad? He's not going to play. See, every he's week. not going to play. Yeah. But just to have his experience yeah. round about the place, maybe be available if there's injuries but I do think it would be important for a new manager coming in to keep someday that experience, that know-how, what it's like to handle the pressure to become um, a successful Celtic player. So I think if you're a new manager coming in, I think he would maybe look at, at wanting to try and keep Scott Brown. I'm not saying he's going to play every game because no. he's getting older. Mm. We know what it's like. It, it becomes tough to play maybe two games, even one game a week. Um, so... I wouldn't be surprised if he does stay at Celtic. I don't think he would play every single game. But in terms of going elsewhere, I can't see it happening. If he does decide to retire from, from playing, he might see it as a, a chance to get on the, the coaching ladder. One thing is with Bruni, knowing him, he will not like playing one every four games, Paul. Mm. I don't think he'd enjoyed this season. Mm. You know, people say, put him in for this game and that. He's the type of guy that, that thinks he can play every game. Because he'll still be one of the fittest in that squad, Paul. Make no, yeah. no bones about it. When I was there, Bruni would win the bleep test every time. He was the fittest pre-season every year without mm. fail. Um, I'd be very surprised if Bruni wanted to go and play one in every four. Mm. I really would. I, I think for his last year, Bruni would maybe want to go and play play every week somewhere. I think he's. I think people are calling him off. I think Bruni wants to go and prove people that, that he can go and play every every week. Well, we'll find out. What do you think? I wonder how the Aberdeen fans would take to him. You can, uh, we know that. Remember, he did the Bruni to them, didn't he? Remember did he a couple of seasons yeah. ago. Do you remember that? He, he just got back up somebody. I to just go. can't see it happening. No. No. <laughs> He's coached at Celtic, can't he, Fergie? He took the reserves before yeah. Brendan Rodgers came, right. and I think okay. Brendan Rodgers wanted to concentrate on playing. He's doing his badges or whatever. Look, I, I, I get, see, when you get to an age, you, you still believe and you think yeah. in your, your head that you can go and play mm. every game, but there, there does come a stage and it'll come to you Billy mm. <laughs> it came to me I was lucky at 37 and just after the pre-season I just felt mm. I couldn't I, I just couldn't do what I wanted to do my head wow. was telling me but my legs just couldn't couldn't take me then because you're still the same weight that you were but it's just as the years go on it gets harder to uh, yeah, cover and, the, and the yards I, I got an injury and uh, it was the actual surgeon that says to me listen time to give up so he made the decision for me wow. what weight is that 14 stone What's that in old money? What's that in so what's that, stones? I just say 12, kilo, I, I kilo, kilo, kilos. Yeah, well. So did you get spelled yeah. towards the end, Fergie? As in, no, no I, you're not playing every week. No, we'll I put played. you in one every four. Could, you, you could have done that. No, no, no exactly. That's what I'm saying. Guys, let him and Bruni made the decision. Where do you know what? If I can't do it three times a week, and you know that I finished my career in the Championship down in England, and you know it's that's one of the toughest leagues. So. 
thankfully the, the surgeon made the decision instead of me having to make it Loads to talk about tonight. We've got the matches tomorrow and they do mean something, of course, because Ross County desperate for the points. Big Yogi against Hibbs. Marciano looks to be away at the end of the season, doesn't want the new contract. And Livy against Hamilton Ackies. Marvin Bartley was on with us on Wednesday with Barry and that was powerful stuff there, calling out the trolls on the internet who've been having a go at Shane Duffy. And Marvin was talking about it, racist abuse, religious, whatever it is. Let's stamp it out. We're better than that. And it shouldn't be happening. We're back with Barry and Sign next. The Bull Radio Football Show. It's your chance Monday to Friday to join the football conversation. We bring you the very latest news as it comes in. And last night in the studio, we had uh, Craig Moore with James McFadden and Rob McLean. And we had uh, the Rangers game last night. Uh, difficult start. They went a goal down after seven minutes. But then it was 1-1 and that's how it remained until the end. Hadji did really well, didn't he, to uh, create the opportunity for the Rangers equaliser? Yeah, because I, I thought it, along with some of his teammates, they did struggle um, at the start of the game, Paul. But listen, he, he read it well and look, any other player would probably have had a wee pop at goal there. But he's, he's just put it into an area where thankfully Hollander's been in and he, he knocked the, uh, the ball into the net. Um, but listen, I, again, I'll go back to it, look. I think it's a good result. Any any result, any um, draw away in Europe, I know how difficult it is to come up against these teams at, at times. And they, they've been in real good form domestically as well. So I think Rangers would have took that all day long, Paul. Their, their keeper's not getting a bravery award, though, is he? No. He had to change his underpants <laughs> at halfting, so I don't know what he was doing. But um, no, again, Hadji reads read the situation yep. well. Mm-hmm. I think he's, he's good in the box Hadji yeah. he, I think a couple of goals that he scored I think there was one at maybe Aberdeen where it comes across the box he, n- he nips in he's good in the box Hadji he's very alert so as Fergie says he's done well uh, to cut it back he, and he again can bring that wee bit of magic in the final third there's no doubt sometimes he frustrates me he, get, he, get, he gets a wee bit sloppy yeah. during, during games but there's no doubt he's got great ability and he, he done brilliantly for the for the goal he takes the ball really well in the half turn for him he's not got yeah. that wee change of pace to get away from defenders yeah. it's quite a lot of time that it just gets nicked off from mm. the, but he worked great to win it back I thought although he wasn't in the best of games oh, well, one thing about but him si- he, slight tackles he done yeah but he, he works for the team yeah, he, yeah. he puts a shift in that's something where I think at the start of the season he wasn't doing he got took out the team and I think he realised if he needs to get into that Rangers team or he wants to get in that Rangers team you need to be prepared to do the, the dirty side of the game and that's going work work hard and that's something since he's come back in he, he's certainly done and over the last month or so I think he's come up with important goals as well and that's what sorry Paul I, I, for me that's just where Rangers have been better than certainly this year I watched Ryan Kent again last night not having a, the, the best game in the world but 75 minutes Paul he's chasing the boy back mm. back at left back he's taking the ball from him he's winning free kicks for his team you know even Morelos five times he went and tackled centre-backs and won the ball back winning free kicks for his team as I say Hadji's the same when he's not having the best of games he's still running and hunting to get the ball back and uh, that, that breeds for a successful team the boy Bab is a bit sheepish though you've been waiting all week to get that in <laughs> I was rehearsing that in the mirror what, what about the pacing? I know he's a but Kent was mm-hmm. Kent blew him at the water didn't he with the yep. pace uh-huh. but he's a good player that but, boy Bab uh, Si makes great, great points here when some of the players aren't playing at the top of their game do you know what they're still prepared to go and work hard for their, their teammates and that's a great thing to have when you've got that in your squad you're going to have a successful team there's no doubt about it it's a big weekend isn't it because it's Mother's Day coming up Si, Barry you're looking for have you got the presents ready for your mothers you got, d- yeah. always for sure well, always. Yeah. you can't say on radio because she listens Yeah. Um, give us a hint my missy sorts out <laughs> <laughs> I'll deliver it I'll yeah. deliver it there's uh-huh. a card and a couple of presents magnificent um, listen Mum and dads, 
mean a lot to me. Can't beat it. Mm. Well, it was lovely what you said the other night. Your dad, your hero, when we talked about. Listen, uh, I was just speaking yeah. to Sai off off air yeah. about it. It's it's just not right. This was about right. the just online abuse to the the Duffy family. Uh, yeah, Shane Duffy. Yeah, know what you say about what we're saying offline. No. Probably get uh, off air. We'd probably get chucked. Well, you wouldn't have it, would you? I mean, if off. it happens, you would be. You know, the, the companies it's... need to do more to find these people and eradicate them. But we're not going to give them the. No, I don't uh, give the guy no, your time. No, yeah. no, we don't. Sai, what have you got? Are you ready for Mother's Day? My mum's in Dundee, Paul, eh? so... That's not an excuse. You can still send something, you know? Sure. I get her um, just a 99p card. Out of, I actually got her a card out of a wee place in Duke Street in the 99p. <laughs> My mum does not. She doesn't yeah. need a lot, eh? Does she not? No, nah, she's so got that's all you look for is a card. It is Mother's Day in Dundee. You said that as if, oh, she's in Dundee. Did they have Mother's yeah. Day in Dundee? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go up there because we're training there Saturday so oh, fantastic I mean, yeah. you can stand in our back garden can't you yeah yeah. the rules changed today uh, so I know that the 12 to 17 year olds can get together with more so that's great news because I, you know, I know some of my grandkids have been cooped up schooling at home and they must be desperate to see their pals so yeah it has changed the rules have changed so yep she's looking for a man Paul so I might take you up yeah, give your best it. to you very happy here <laughs> not <laughs> you're alright you know, I know you told us she's before, a cracker uh, well, how you yeah. mum <laughs> six six foot <laughs> <laughs> Very happily married, thank you. <laughs> anniversary, so I'm quite happy. Oh, is so it your anniversary? Yeah, it is. When did yeah. it? Two years, imagine two years oh, of the congratulations, yeah, Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, uh, so well, let's. Wait, yeah, come on. Uh, no, no, no. I don't know what he's trying to move on for. What are you up to tonight? What's that? Yeah, maybe a wee glass of something or two. Yeah. Then. Because that. Yeah, that'll be it. Then get ready for the, <laughs> the football. No, we're off tomorrow. Right, let's go on the lines. And I want to ask Sai, because we want to talk, we have been talking about Rangers. And what about Celtic? Who is going to be the new manager? We'll maybe get some insight what you think might be happening. But we're going to go on the lines now. And uh, it's uh, Jamie is on the line. Hello, Jamie. Good evening. How are you doing, lads? Good, right? thanks. How are you? Oh, brilliant. Happy Friday to you all. And to you. How is it in Loch Carron? Is that where you are? Yeah. Oh, it's about high up, up in Loch Carron, I. Like it's a bit dull, but it's always brighter after last night's result. Beautiful, Surely it's not actually spelled like Karen, though, is it? Somebody's yeah. wrote on the screen here, Lock K A R E N. Surely it's not that. No, no right, okay. No. <laughs> anyway, so where, where, whereabouts is that? Uh, Jamie? Um, Lock Kishorn area, near Sky. Oh, lovely. Beautiful, yeah. lovely part of the world, that. Yeah. Ah, yeah, Fantastic. Sai will be playing uh, up that I way. Took... He'll be playing up there next season. <laughs> oh, I know. I played, I played with Barry in a charity game years ago in Campbelltown. Uh, did he kick you? No, I think he wanted to. He said you were hopeless, <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> oh, well, I was. Too, too, too busy warming up. <laughs> so, Jamie, what, so, what do you want to say to Barry, to Sai, and to the Go Radio audience? Uh, just to uh, Alan McGregor in particular, um, I think he should be right up there with player of the season. Because uh, if you take away his crucial saves, I don't think we're as far ahead as, as we are if you take away his crucial saves of the season. Mm. Great point. Barry's been... So is yeah, he getting yeah. your, vo- your vote now? He's definitely your player of the season. Aye, yep. definitely. Yeah. Uh, do, do you know what? I, uh, you could go with, with four four people. Mm. Uh, that's why I narrow it down to Tavernier, Golson... Stevie Davis and, and Alan McGregor and I totally get Jamie's point I, again last night um, that, that save and I, I said Stephen Davis just edges it for me mm. a, a month or so ago I would probably have seen Tavernier mm. um, we just obviously the, the amount of goals he scored and assists obviously been out injured and you've got to give a special mention to Golson I think he's took a lot of his mistakes out of him over the last couple of seasons I think he's been a real dominant force at the back but 
I don't like giving it to goalkeepers, but you know what? I'm edging now towards Alan McGregor. Yeah. Just for the simple fact, as I keep saying, I, I think I've repeated myself three or four times on there. A top goalkeeper is worth 15 to 18 points a season. Mm. And he certainly delivered. He, he's won games for Rangers. And he, he got Rangers a great result last night because, as I said, if they had got that goal in the last minute, they would have took a lot of confidence into the game um, at Ibrook so no I'm I'm going to edge towards Alan McGregor um, just because yeah. his levels of consistency you've got to take his age into consideration as well 39 years of age um, and the performances every single week mm. have been outstanding and the thing for me is when Rangers are on top he's got hardly anything to do his concentration levels if it comes the last 10 minutes he's still um, brings off top save so I'm going to edge with Alan McGregor So side, does he go out in a high this season or is the contract going to be there for him it will be there for him will he sign it for next season I think he'll sign again for next so, year yeah. I think he'll, I think he'll enjoy this season so much why would you retire Paul when you're at the top of your game because you're at the top and you don't want to why not? be tarnished what are you going to do go and sit about your house you know what I mean he'll miss it you can see that he loves Braves football you know you hear people Andy tells you he's Barry will tell you he's an unbelievable trainer. It's not just the the shots, the, the shots, Paul. Uh, the, sorry, the saves yep. that makes him so good, Paul. See any young goalie watch him? How many mistakes a season does he make? Hardly any, mm. because he does all the, he does all the simple things well, Paul. Do you know what he doesn't? Uh, he's not looking to clip the ball to fullbacks. If the ball comes back to him, it's on to play. Play. See if it isn't. It? He kicks the ball up the pitch, and that's what I love yeah, about Alan McGregor. He doesn't take chances, Paul. He does the basics well. He talks throughout the full game, and he's just got that men- mentality that you want to address. I, I tell you something about Alan McGregor. In the dressing room yeah. Brilliant teammate Great guy Great to have around about the place When he puts his gloves on mm-hmm. He becomes Totally different guy He's an absolute animal He's a warrior mm-hmm. I'm talking in training You're doing a shooting drill You're doing six against six If somebody scores against him It's the end of the world He's got that higher standards And if you're in a battle That's somebody who you want in the trenches With Alan McGregor People think that Most players are like that But they're not no. That's what I'm trying to say to my players now. You need to, like Alan McGregor, you need to be an animal every time you come and train. It's the only way you get to the top level. That's why he's still making saves at 39. Mm-hmm. Not because he turns up to training and goes through the motions. It's every day that Alan McGregor will do this. Yep. See, when he comes into the dressing room, takes his his gloves and that off, then he's just one of the boys. Um, but do you know what? See, when he goes out in that mm-hmm. training field or even in a game, he crosses that white line. Different animal. You said he, he's not arrogant. No, he's humble. Yeah. You seen his interview last night. <laughs> what about your Sevo? I just stuck my left hand out and happy yeah. days. <laughs> that's Alan McGregor. He, he's that's the type he is. He'll let other people go and discuss what a good save. He'll not listen to it. He he just knows that he'll go and work even harder and make sure he produces these sort of saves. That's the type of guy he is. He's just a humble guy. He's not going to blow his own trumpet. There's Does no he look doubt. after himself there in terms of he eats? He and looks better. Goes to the gym. Do you know what? I think he's lost a wee bit over the last couple yeah. of years and. You know what it's like as you get a bit older, you need to obviously watch your diet a wee bit more. And I think he's done that. He had a, a bad back injury at Hull City about three or four years ago. That was a concern. Was he going to come back? But he's came back to Rangers. A free transfer. That's what Incredible. Alan McGregor was. Incredible. A free transfer. And you just look what he brings to this Rangers team. And if I'm Stephen Gerrard, I'm barricading up the... Um, the training yep. centre, not letting him out until See, he signs a new Steve contract. Steve Clark as well, of course. Yeah, would he go? Would Jinky go to the Euros? If he was asked for you, that's a great point, Jamie. What would you do? Would you like to see him uh, in the squad for the Euros? Yeah, he's every night to be. I think anybody that's Scottish and qualifies and they're playing well and they're top of their game, 
And if he's talking about them, I think they should be allowed to go to Euros and represent our country. I could be getting called up, man. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think the reason why he, he called time on his international career was because of the back injury to give him a bit of a bit of rest period. Yeah. Um. I I, I think if Scotland come calling, I, I don't know if he would go back. I, I don't know. He's the only guy that could answer that. Would Maybe I love to see him back mm. in a Scotland jersey? Of course I would, because he's for me he's a top top goalkeeper. Could you imagine Hamden and then Wembley this summer? Let's hear what. Uh, I've that, got another yeah. point. Sorry, I was of just course. thinking last night as I was watching it. The boy Patterson. Yep. See if he goes and plays well for oh, them, would you go and take him? That's a kind of what Steve. I know Stephen O'Donnell's done well in that position, but if a Nathan, Nathan Patterson goes plays for now to the end of the season and does well, do you do, take him? Do you know what I was thinking about that? See the way that. Scotland play the wing back. I yeah. think Nathan Patterson would excel in a wing back. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yep. We're going to come back on that. Well, let's stay with Jamie. Jamie here was the manager asked about a new contract for Alan McGregor. Spoke about it before. How much we we rate Alan. How much we love him here. How much we want to carry on. Uh, at the same time, I told you guys I'll respect him. Um, he knows what's on the table. Um, he's in discussions with the club and. Um, from where I'm sitting I just hope we get it over the line and, and sign him up for another year because he's more than capable and I know that on a daily basis by working with him and watching him close um, the decision's going to be down to Alan not us because we we certainly want him Jamie what would you say to Alan McGregor who I think does listen to this programme what would you say? Gregory if you're listening you've got to be there next season in some capacity got to be my man <laughs> But also what you've got to do, you've got to respect his, his decision. Uh, if he did, I, I want to see him stay on. I think he can, I mean, not just another season. I, I think the, the way he looks after himself and the way he's performing, he could go on another two or three seasons. Do you think um, he'll get in the coaching, Fergie? I, I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what he would do. But see, if he decides to call it a day, do you know what? You've got to respect it because he's been a phenomenal goalkeeper. But I hope, for Rangers' sake, that he decides to, to sign another year's contract. And you made a good point there also about Nathan Patterson. Jamie, thanks for calling. No worries, bud. Oh, Jamie, can I ask you, actually, Jamie, before you yep. go, uh, you know, yes. the Scottish Government have been saying the game might be in doubt for the 21st of March. I mean, it was exceptional last weekend. Let's not go over it all again. A lot of things happened that shouldn't have, but there was an outpouring. People have been... Uh, anyway, we'll not go through it all again. We know that health and safety comes first. I don't think there'd be a problem a week on Monday. Do you think there'd be a problem, Celtic against Rangers, a week on Sunday? I don't think there would be. I think there was a lot of emotions, build up emo- emotions last week, and when emotions start, you get, there's no stopping them. You can't control emotions, and I think that's what happened last week. Um, I know it's had a lot of bad publicity, but it's 10 years of hurt. I mean, the folk weren't going to sit on their couch, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Okay, Take Jamie. That way. Yep. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for making those points there. Celtic have issued a statement saying there is enhanced security. You'd maybe see it in the papers uh, today. I heard it on Go News this morning. There's enhanced security. There's a perimeter around Celtic Park if it's needed. Hopefully, Barry, it's not going to be needed. I'll be honest, I don't yep. think there will be any no, any it's... trouble. I, I think just what happened uh, at the weekend there, uh, as uh, Jamie just mentioned, and, and you know what? I've listened to quite a few managers getting interviewed about it, and it's emotions. I think there'd be more trouble if we weren't in lockdown. So we're lucky. So, as I said, we're just excited. Um, frustration as well. We, we, we've been in lockdown. I think come the old firm game, I think both of his supporters will respect it and stay away. That's my honest opinion. And what's your message to the fans? Just stay home and, and watch the game and enjoy a great spectacle because, do you know what? No better game than Rangers against Celtic. No better spectacle. Um, the only sad thing about it is, as we said, that the most important people for me can't get to the game. Mm. 
Celtic fans are saying the only sad thing is that they blew the league by 20 points so far. But Barry Ferguson, I take your point. There's no fans going to be there. Si, we're on in the Sunday. If you're training, if, if you're training, fair enough. But if not, will no, you I'll join, be here. you'll join Barry and yeah. me in the studio I'll a week on Sunday. So yes. Ferguson and Ferry. That's the way to watch it. Watch it. Are you uh, to wear strips? <laughs> Do you want to wear the strips? I have just yeah. ordered I've ordered my, my new one what XL <laughs> <laughs> medium oh. <laughs> Are you the, what, do you get the do you get the name on the back Ferguson 6 yeah, uh, uh-huh. yeah. why don't you wear one of your old strips that'd be good ok we'll talk about that during the break we're back with more and more of your calls we're going to Rob next The Bull Radio Football Show Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited Monday to Friday and we're on at weekends it's a week on Sunday we'll be on for Celtic against Rangers the early kickoff. we'll be on before 12 with Barry Ferguson Cy Ferry and you can call during it we'll be watching it we'll be bringing in the pies the bovril or uh, Barry I guess you're bursting to come in I can tell yeah yeah I'm just looking yeah. forward to it. Like, I'll wear a strip and Cy wear a strip and you wear a strip okay he's got oh, some, you wear a strip some of his sleeve uh, the Scotland strip yeah right. do you think it's ridiculous <laughs> I think see a, a man wearing a strip is ridiculous it's okay for you guys you're still uh, my wee boy's got a strip yeah. that'll fit uh, you Paul. excellent <laughs> I'm quite chuffed you think that <laughs> oh, wait, oh, wait, I'll bring a strip in for you thank you oh, wait, oh, wait, 17 <laughs> 17 700 so let's go back on the lines there's a game tonight of course as well Si isn't there Inverness against uh, Wraith Rovers yeah Inverness are in a bit yeah. of bother I think mm, Neil McCann's yep. still going to pick up results uh, I think the players up there like John Robertson so much it's, uh, we've seen it with Lenny when players respect the manager and enjoy the way he plays and somebody else comes in it's always tough so they just need to get results Fergie don't they yeah that's a tough one look we, we obviously know John Robertson's yeah. going through tough times and I, I, again I think he's a very good manager I'm just surprised that he's not got an opportunity again in the Premier League but mm. Uh, Terry's come in well I've seen Terry that's what we used to call him Neil McCann's yeah. come in and it's tougher for Neil that he's no their manager they know it's only short term I watched his first game against Hearts and mm. I thought they were good in the first mm. half Hearts came in in the second half but yep. he's had a couple of iffy results so he, they, they need to start winning quickly or they're going to get dragged right into it so was Terry McKay, M- McCann was that from Minder Neil McCann likes to play nice football Paul get the boy doing and play when you're doing that relegation battle have you got the players to go and do that so it's a tough one for him he might need to change his beliefs and maybe go that wee bit longer but then does that work because you're going away for what you want to play so it's a tough one for Inverness. And I know what he's like, he's a tough customer as yeah. well. He'll be demanding. Is he? Yeah. Yep. And, and, uh, here's, I've said his point of he had been my old time 11. Focused, he, isn't yeah, he? Oh, yeah, he's a brilliant teammate. And I thought he was a terrific player. But I know what he's like as a guy. He's very passionate. And maybe they might not be used to. Mm, somebody uh, like that. Yep. So it might take a wee bit of getting used to. But I hope, I hope in time, because he'd. Uh, it was a bad ending for him at, at Dundee yep. and I know he was wanting the opportunity to go back into management he's got it so hopefully he gets a few results soon Side the news down south this morning was that Sheffield United part company with Chris Wilder uh, obviously they are going down it's almost uh, definite and they're saying he could be on his way to Celtic do you see that and I see some people are saying hey is Neil Lennon going to go to Sheffield United I don't think that's going to happen although Lenny he was back last night it was good to hear him uh, on commentary on uh, on the BBC it was good to see that he got out of the bubble of Glasgow and uh, he, he sounded pretty good yeah definitely I think Lenny will be looking to get back in it as soon as he can you know this will have hurt him as we've said this season you know it wouldn't have hurt anyone more than Neil Lennon so 
I think he probably feels like he's got a point to prove. I, I would, I wouldn't be surprised to see Lenny in a job next year. I think he will want to get back in that soon. But on Chris Wilder, he tried to sign me twice. Eh? Did he? Tell us. Oxford yeah. and Northampton. So uh-huh. I chose to go to Portsmouth instead. But that tells you how bad a manager is. Probably tried to sign me a couple of times. But um, <laughs> they, they love him at Bramall Lane, don't they? The fans are not, not happy. happy. Done yeah, a great job. Happy. What? That he got sacked. Or not happy? Yeah, not happy. He's a Sheffield United uh, supporter, isn't yep. he? Uh-huh. Mm. But no, for me, Paul. No, in terms of Celtic in a long term, I would rather see a. An Eddie Howe type than a Chris Wilder type, but again, uh, a good Are manager. You surprised it's still going on in yeah. terms of a manager? Uh, surely they know by now who's uh, getting the job. I would like to think. I think it'll be a partnership, though. I think it'll be a director of football and manager. Yeah. I see um, if Eddie Howe gets it, I think it'll be David Webb that comes with him. If the guy Mareska gets it, it'll be a Fergal Harkin who'll get it for Man City. So I think it'll be announced as a partnership. I really do. And, and, I, and I assume that it'll be soon. What do you think of Mareska? I haven't seen you since that broke early in the week, the Man City academy coach. Yeah, I heard um, I heard Snoddy talking about him on here, and he spoke glowingly about him. So mm-hmm. good. I, I would trust Snoddy's judgment on, on a coach. But again, we've said as well, Paul, it's, it's, it's a different job being a coach with Man City under 23s and coming managing sure. Celtic. For me, if you got the choice to get an Eddie Howard, the boy Mareska, Eddie Howe would be a no brainer for me. I know he's been assistant manager at West Ham and Seville as well, but again, it's totally different. As mm-hmm. I says there, being a coach, yeah, it's fine. Um, you can go and put sessions on being a manager you've got a lot of responsibility on your shoulders and plus you're coming up to the west of Scotland mm-hmm. where he's going to have demands serious demands put on him I always think to get the Celtic job you, you needed to have done you should have done something successful in your career to get that job mm-hmm. you know coaching and being an assistant manager for me that's no that's no enough to get a, to get a Celtic Rangers job they need a box they, office one don't they the Hollywood signing yeah, yeah and I don't know how you feel do you do you think he's going to get time I think the, the next Celtic man has got to come in and win straight away mm. I don't think win the league straight away three yeah. four years to yeah. go and settle in and build a young team or whatever I think the Celtic fans or well I know the, the ones that I speak to want somebody in who's going to make sure they come back strong next season Eddie Howe's at 14 to 1 at the moment, Maresca is 16 to 1. There's been a lot of money on John Kennedy to stay on next season, but most people here in Glasgow don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't think so. As I've said on here before, I think John needs to go and be a manager somewhere else first. You know, I think the Aberdeen one would be great for him. You know, a young up and coming manager. I think great. John Kennedy should should try and get the Aberdeen job. You know, I've heard a lot with him and Maloney being being together uh, Sean's an Aberdeen boy mm. I know that oh, okay. you know so if they two could go up there and do well then you go and then get a Celtic job but I just as I say I think you need to achieve something Paul to get the Celtic job 2-1 to one for John Kennedy at the moment let's go back in the lines he's waiting Rob is on hello Rob good evening great to hear you back Si oh yes Hi. Rob how are you mate alright I'm fine yeah good man I, I see I, what I heard is they've got their Hollywood star for Celtic I heard it's you, Sire. Is that true? <laughs> I don't think they're that much trouble yet, mate, at pointing me. <laughs> no, I'll tell you, a couple of points, guys. I tell you, it's one of them is, is, is McGregor, uh, what you were talking about. Yep. That saved last night. Now, were, well, not mentioned the show, but there was a certain person, ex Celtic, on, and he says that it was nothing like the Gordon Banks save. Now, I think I'll disagree with him. That was one world class save last night. Mm-hmm. I agree with you Rob yeah, yeah. I, I, I said that at the start of the programme I, I actually paused for 15 seconds And I started applauding it That's how shocked I, I was At how good it was mm. um, It's actually behind them Rob That's how good it, it is. is That's right Yes yep. And yep. Um, No for me It's up there with the best I've seen It's got Oof. to be Rob who are you, ta- are you talking about Tony Cascarino on Talk Sport this morning Is that who it was? No, no it wasn't. Okay, yeah. that's fine. No, I wondered if it if it was. Uh, so, no, so, what's the best save? 
So Rob, what's the other best save that you would pinpoint and uh, tell us about just now? Before that one. Another one from McGregor. I dare think it's got to be Lee Griffiths' one. Yeah. That's what Sai was saying. January the 2nd mm. and that that yes. ended Celtic's uh, run of chasing. Definitely, 100%. Yeah. Cause he, 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 was turning about, he was turning away to go and celebrate. He thought that was a way. Mm-hmm. Last night was the same. Thought, course, I, I, last McGregor, night was the same, wasn't it? The Prague, oh, the Prague, it looked like the Prague yes. players were all celebrating. Mm. As I say, Nathan Patterson's reaction sums it up. Mm. Yep. There was a lot of power in that header last night. Oof. Yeah, yeah. I, I just thought goal as soon as the guy headed it because he was so close to the goal and he got so much power behind it but for him to claw that off the line I, w- I actually like Fergie said I was genuinely in disbelief me and my missus were watching I was like has he just saved that? You know it's just an unbelievable save At 39 years old Si he's 6 years older than you I know it's different for goalkeepers I mean you're fit as a fiddle I know I remember my dad being 39 like, struggled to turn around and scratch his backside on the couch and Alan McGregor's clone saves like that off the goal and, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's incredible <laughs> Alan McGregor's then a bit of different clone instead of your dad. <laughs> What's your dad's first name? What's Eddie. His first name? Big Eddie. Eddie. Right. On line two in a moment, right, let's get Eddie on from uh, Brotty Ferry. He's a disgrace, isn't Brody he? Brotty Ferry, no, I'm not yeah. afraid of Brotty Ferry. No, no, I know. Lucky, see, see if you go and ask top goalkeepers who, who'll go and, and watch that and analyse that save, they would say the, th- the mm. same thing. It's world class, there's no doubt about it. How far can you go in Europe then? What's going to happen? What do you think, Rob? I, th- I think it'll still be a hard game at Ibrox, but I think Rangers will just edge it this time because it, that team were built up. And yes, the first 30 minutes, I was <clears throat> popping panic tablets because I thought, <laughs> oh, we're going to get absolutely demolished here. And I knew McGregor would need to pull some saves off. But Rob, did you think they were think better? That, did you expect I, them I to think, be better? Yeah, yes. Mm. I thought they were off the cuff when we came out the first. They didn't come out with that fire and that fight right away, which... They did mm. And when they got that goal I thought here we go No I'm talking about Slavia, Slavia Prague Did you think they were going to be better Or were you Yes I, yes. I was the once same Rangers, Once Rangers got, got on the foot And got their foot in the gas Yes I think They kind of fell away A wee bit Slavia Prague mm-hmm. I don't think they realised That Rangers could lift it That wee bit That they did And when they got that goal I think I think Rangers could actually have won that game last night if they'd have put the chances away. Like Big Dulce, if he'd have put that away, ones like that, and uh, that shot at the keeper saved. If they were away, I mean, it would have been comfortable for Rangers, I think, Barry. That was a good save from their keeper, wasn't it? From that yes. one from Ryan mm. Kent. Yeah. I was disappointed with their, their, their striker. Mm. I think Antwerp with the same. Yeah. And again, that tells you how good Morelos is. Mm. You know, when you see Morelos compared to Antwerp striker and Prague striker last night, for me... He was miles ahead of both. I, I was very disappointed with Prague in the final third. Like, like Fergie says, I think up to Rangers to get the ball into Rangers attacking areas, they were decent in terms of mixing their game up, going on behind and then playing to feet. But once they got in there, I thought, I, I didn't think they had a real cutting edge, Fergie. Yeah, but I, I don't think Rangers have got much to fear. Listen, they had three or four handy players, there's no doubt about it. But I, I think on the night, if, if Rangers produce the type of performance that we expect them to, I think Rangers will have too much. The wee boy Stanchu is a good player. Oh, when yeah, they scored the goal, yeah, and yeah. almost scored two. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Rob, just before you go, what would you say to the fans? Is it going to be okay for the twenty first of March for the old firm? Yes, I think it is. Yes, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I think they've, they've learned their lesson because uh, they're talking about deducting points and all this carry on and blah blah. And no, as Barry says, which I agree with hundred percent, and even Gerard says it himself. Yes, it's been a long time for the Rangers supporters. They've got to celebrate. But 
they can many were saying about the, the, the Rangers it's their responsibility to blah 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 but Gerard did come out and say, warned him and says look do not come to the ground yep. but when he arrived at the ground that day the place was mobbed yep. what is he meant to do get out the car and go right come on you all go home start directing the traffic get them away you know what I yep. mean I do Rob listen thanks very much for calling we'll speak to no you soon guys. 08 thanks 08 thank you Cheers, can you believe that's the first hour already Barry, Sai, we're back after the news at six. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk The Bull Radio Football Show Let's go. Well thanks to everyone who's making the switch we're on as you know Monday to Friday now from 5 and uh, on the downloads you get us on DAB we're on the Alexa Play Go Radio Glasgow and uh, we're up to half a million downloads Si that's pretty good we're chasing you at open goal which I know is the number one but pretty good isn't it well done helping us to get to over half a million No half a million is brilliant I think he's got that. Is that your current account or the viewers we're talking about? <laughs> I knew he was going to come out. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah. Everyone's talking. I told that's you. That's good, isn't it? Do you know what? All the boys I, can I say something? I was, I was in a shop market, uh, a supermarket, mm. should I say, Morrison's, I think it was. Was it Morrison's? That could and be. And a guy came up yeah. to me and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm lighting open goal. Do you drive a Rolls Royce? <laughs> no, don't go around Because he always is I know He's Rolls Royce The guy was actually serious I want to know more about this couch That he was lying on last night How, how big is it? <laughs> that video he put I remember he sent yeah. us a video With an Edwin His yeah, couch oh, looked amazing. massive yeah. man Listen After it's all over You know we'll be there End of season I'm sure yeah. there'll be something there When when it all opens up And it's not that far away is it Look at outside After six It's still there's still a good bit of light. Do you, Listen, do you get to stay up later, Paul? Because it's light outside. That's right. And it's still nine o'clock bed. <laughs> Who's going to be the new manager uh, of Celtic? I'll be at a clock bed tonight. <laughs> That's why you look, look young. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Are you ready for hour two? You yes, too. let's go. Yep. Let's do it. Mother's Day is approaching. Barry's all chuffed. He's all ready for it. Side two. Mm. He got the 99p card for his mother. And uh, nah. You can't beat it for your mum. Mother's Day. Uh, we nine nine P card and we bought. She likes a red one like Fergie, so we Lovely. bought a. She likes yep. Rioja, thought it's no. I like Rioja. Uh, has Rioja nice, yeah, and that's nice. what she likes. So I got to be bought a Rioja. Brilliant. We've been talking about the best saves you've ever seen. Alan McGregor pulled off an, an amazing, unbelievable save in the last minute last night in Prague. It kept it at one one. And I was thinking, Si, when you were on earlier, you know, we're talking about Rangers and the season. It's been twenty points. First time you've been on since last weekend. I know you want to praise Rangers, the champions. And I was also thinking, Barry said the difference a goalkeeper makes. Alan McGregor could be 15 points a season Celtic couldn't get Fraser Foster and it went downhill from there but first of all what would you say about Rangers champions in the first week in March oh, no, I thoroughly deserved Rangers have been brilliant this year as I said I think the most impressive thing for me was that that team finished 13 points I know I say it all the time but yeah. the transformation of them is unbelievable and, and everyone's got to take credit in that you know it's the manager the coaches and the players but that, as I say Paul that doesn't just happen through turning up and, and some changes that, that's been worked on and, and they deserve massive credit for that um, defensively I love watching them defensively I've said before if mm. I got a team I'd set up the exact same way Rangers do I, I watch them all the time and, and how they shift across the pitch and the shape that they've got off the ball how they press the ball um, it's been excellent this year and again individuals and as a collective they've been they've been outstanding Is it the start of a new era now the Steven Gerrard Rangers domination 
Uh, it all depends what Celtic does, Paul. <laughs> Celtic have got players that have won consistently in that dressing room. So they can do it 100%, but what they need again is what Rangers have got, is they need a manager that's got a style and, and a shape of how he wants to play and, and they need to sign good players that fits that style of play. If they don't, then it'll be Rangers again. But if Celtic do it, as I say, because they've got good players and I think if they can add two or three to that and a coach that's got a way that he wants to play it... Uh, I've no doubt that Celtic can go and win it again next year. But also Rangers as well. I think it'll go back to the days of, you know, the Martin O'Neill, Alex McLeish era where mm-hmm. it's tough to call who's going to win it. So Celtic have got a, bit, yeah. a, a big bit of work to get, Paul. They need to get a right good manager and, and again, a good recruitment guy in and good players to follow that as well. Yeah, I, I think the, the mindset of the people at Rangers will be that, that Celtic are going to go out and get a, a top manager and going to back that manager. And as I said, they'll be wounded because um, they've been that used to being dominant but Rangers as Sai just mentioned there they deserve everything they get this season because they've been the most consistent and they've played some excellent football their defensive record you could go on and on and on so when you're in top I, I always believe you've got to continue to grow and I think the manager will know that and I think he will look to strengthen um, in certain areas and hopefully keep uh, the, the top performers at Rangers i.e. Amarelos, mm. Ken um, guys like that I think it's important that they they do keep them because they're going into a, an environment next season, the, the Champions League, where I believe uh, clubs like Rangers and Celtic should be every single year in the group stage of the, the Champions League. So Rangers will know they'll get a fight um, and Celtic know that they, they need to buck up their ideas and, and go and take it to Rangers again next season. And Rangers will relish that because it's box office that's then, isn't you it? Yep. Yep. As I said, that that's what you, yep. you get for your rivals when you go and win and the dust settles a wee bit. You know now that, that Celtic are hurting and they're going to come back. So that makes you even more, more hungry. And as I said, Paul, before... It's always hard to win a title. The hardest thing is to go and retain it. Look at Liverpool. Okay, yeah. we're going to find out who's the new Aberdeen manager. We won't know for sure, but I'm going to ask Sai. I think we have some insight into that. And there's no word yet on Celtic. We're watching all the time. We like to break the stories, but maybe some news on Aberdeen. But here's Lewis on the line from the Kingdom. He's on from Fife. Lewis, good evening. Good evening, boys. How are you? Yeah, good, good thanks. Evening. How are you? Brilliant. Where are you in Fife? Are you at Kelty? <laughs> uh, no. Not far away, so I've been along there a few times. Been in the, in the bar you? bit as well. So. Where are you? Uh, I'm a bit methyl way, Barry. Methyl. Can Kevin. you hear Barry shouting for there? <laughs> uh, Noon again, eh? <laughs> methyl and Fife. It's great to hear you broadcasting across Scotland. So, Lewis, you're a Rangers fan. What do you want to say? What about that save? Uh, 19 years old, and I've got to say it's probably the best save I've ever seen. I've I watched a load of football, I watched Premier League football and I've never seen like say, David De Gea, Edersons, I've never seen them make a save like that. The ball's behind them and he still manages to put it out and actually not even knock it back into a player's pass, keep it in his body and collect it. It's just unbelievable. Are you ninety or nineteen? <laughs> nineteen years old, that's the best save you've seen. It's hard to top it. I wonder what comes close to it this season. I can't you know what, I've yeah. been thinking, I, I got asked it today when I was doing my column for, for tomorrow and um, mm. I can't I, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Mm. There's been a lot of good saves, but I, I wouldn't say top class or world class, whatever way you want to put it. And that that's certainly what that was um, last was probably, night. Yeah. And I also got asked the question, what if Alan McGregor does decide to, to hang his gloves up? How much is it going to cost? I couldn't put a... I, I couldn't put a price on it. Well, Celtic played five million, and you know, no harm to Barkas. But I, I it's just think he's not unreplaceable. Worked. That's how yep. good I think Alan McGregor is. And I go back to what you mentioned about Celtic. You look what Fraser, Fraser Foster mm. brought that Celtic team. 
He won games He won the cup For, for Celtic With his performance um, And that's what Top goalkeepers do That's how I think It's so important In a position That you need to get Spot on If you don't get it Spot on I think you're in trouble Is it going to be The Scotland goalkeeper Or one of them For this summer We've got David Marshall As well Craig Gordon I very much doubt it No, no I, I, I think he, he He obviously retired um, For the simple fact Is that he did have Back problems And the Gives him that bit of rest period mm-hmm. um, And look He's 39 years of age And a lot of people say Goalkeepers don't do a lot of running But they do a lot of diving about When they're training sure. um, So he's, his bones and his muscles Will be taking a, a pound in Every single day But I just hope Rangers keep him Because I, I think he's so important And just to have that type of character About that dressing room um, It's a must Si You watch his eyes And I'll ask him Will he be there next season Barry? Do you know what? I, I honestly don't well, know no, what he's okay. thinking. Yeah. I, I see Alan It's a position that I worry about. Yeah. I, I know how. Sure. I mean, you, you know, as a player and as a coach, you know how important a a, a top goalkeeper is. I, I get asked the question today. I, I'm I'm hopeful, but again, I'm yep. also respectful of what the guy's yep. achieved in his career. He's 39 years of yep. age, and he knows how much his body can take, Paul. Um, and it's a yep. decision that. That he'll need to sit down with the manager. I hope that they they can get it over the line because, as I said, he's worth so much to this Rangers team. And see if you ask any anybody that's played with him, yeah. um, you ask the current Rangers players, they'll tell you how important he is. For me, I've played with some top goalkeepers: Joe Hart, mm. Ben Foster, Brad Friedel, Stephen Kloss. He, he's better than them. He's the best. Yep. Yeah, so, it's such an important position as well, Paul. The other one that I think has been outstanding is the Dundee United goal. You know, see him yep. against Celtic Sigrist. again at the yep. weekend. Very, very good. Celtic should sign him. Yeah, I, I would take him as well, Paul. I do. I think he's got that presence that Celtic you need for a Celtic goalkeeper. I think he comes off his line well. You know, and one thing he's a, is a great shot stopper. But even look at Kelly; they, they've not got a, a set of goalkeeper this year. The goalies have not mm. played well for Kelly, and they're doing the bottom of the league. When you've got a bad goalie in behind you, it filters through your team. It does. You're worried about. Conceding free kicks, you're worried about letting crosses into the box because you're n- you've not got the trust in the goalkeeper. And again, Celtic to, to switch three goalies in one year, um, it's been a disaster. The goalkeeping situation at Celtic. And the first thing I would do if I was a new manager is I'd go and get a goalkeeper. It'd be my f- the first person that I bought next year. It's so important, sir. Yeah, so important a position, and especially in going in terms of Alan McGregor, he's not just a top goalkeeper. He's a he's a real leader in that that dressing room. Guys will go and watch the way he trains and the way his attitude is towards. Training. I'm a big believer in you've got to train the way you play. Mm. Lewis, Even in it, terms of Rangers shape, though, Paul, you can hear them shouting push up. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and, and for Celtic's battling, who've been all over the place this year, not once have you heard a goalie behind them mm. saying shuffle left. Mm. Even last night with three kicks, straight away, Al McGregor, you can hear him. Scotty, Arfield, right, over two yeah, yards, straight right, away, man. he's on it quick, everything's set up quick, and that's why they've been good defending set pieces as well this year. Lewis, what about your team then, champions? Uh, how far do you think you'll go in Europe? It looks as though. I mean, you're not there yet, but uh, favourites to go to the last eight. We've got the players to do it. It's just, as Barry said before, you need a bit of luck, don't you? Yeah. Mm. A bit of luck, like especially Rangers and Celtic and any kind of things. But and what about your manager, that? Stephen Gerrard? I, I, I mean, he's he's just got the mix, hasn't he? In Europe, uh, he, he, he knows how to play. He's got such a great pedigree. And people are noticing Rangers now more and more on the European stage. Yeah, it's just, he's, I don't know how to explain it. He's, he's kind of brought Rangers back into big time football again after mm-hmm. being done for so long. Yep. And it's, 
been a revolution basically. People are but asking. Yeah, you, you're right. I, I watched. I, I switched it over, and I, I like listening to him because I think he's a top player. Paul Schools. They they, they were mm. talking. Yeah, him and Hardgreaves were were doing the Man United DC Milan game. And then they spent two or three minutes talking about Scottish football, mm-hmm. Rangers and Celtic. What did they and how say? Rain- no, yeah. It's great to hear. Because mm-hmm. see, the last few years we've heard nothing. So what was the chat? What were they saying? Just that obviously Paul Scholes had mentioned that Celtic have been so dominant yeah. and it's great to see that, that Rangers have come through. But again, he, he was in the same kind of mindset I've got. He, he, he's sure that Celtic will come back strong. They need to go and make changes. And that's a real challenge now towards, uh, towards Rangers. And in terms of Europe, Rangers have been great flying the flag disappointed and disappointing sorry should I say in terms of Celtic going out early both uh, in the Champions League and the Europa League but you want to see teams because it's great for our coefficient and it's great to see eventually English people kind of speak your game up because too often for me is that I think they're a bit disrespectful so it was great to hear a Two top players speak highly of Scottish football last night. See, Gerard, the most impressive thing for me about him is how, how he changes things now. I thought last year he would leave it too late, 60, 70, 80 minutes to change stuff. See, even last night with Hadji, five minutes into the second half, Hadji off and he changes it. He mm-hmm. sees it, that's not working, and he's no now waiting until the 70th minute. So what's changed behind the scenes? I don't know. I think he's just learned. It's all about learning when you're a yeah. coach or you're a manager, even when you're a player. You, you never stop learning. Mm-hmm. And I think he's learned for some mistakes he's maybe... Um, made last season that Sai just mentioned there maybe he would wait to the last 15 minutes to change yeah. it he's identifying that early and saying bang I'm going to make the change now um, so that's another thing that he's got to get a lot of credit for he knows he's still early in his management and you hear him when he interviews Paul mm-hmm. he, he always says that, that he's still learning and he's got a great coaching staff um, behind him so no, the changes that he's made this season in terms of enduring uh, sorry should I say game time has um, impressed me what Sai had just said there Alistair's been on in the social saying up with the best saves of all time the save last night from McGregor up alongside David Seaman's save the claw in the FA Cup final Arsenal-Sheffield United 2003 do you remember that one? yep I remember Great that one. I remember yep. Seaman made a save for big Christian Daly played at ah, the yeah. Wembley huh? yep. last minute we were 1-0 up he made um, a great save but that, they're nowhere near Alan McGregor's that's Last a wee night. David Seaman moustache Fergie's got going on, isn't it? Is that uh, how you... Like get it. a wee ponytail, I've got... <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'll be totally honest, I haven't had time for goalies, eh? No, he saves in goalies. Nah. Goalies, Do you want to talk about strikers? Oh, talk about strikers in the right, field. What about the result last <laughs> night? 1 1. Let's talk about that for Sai. Yeah, I think it was a fair result. I think we've gave everything we've got tonight from a physical point of view after the week we've, we've had. This was probably the, the toughest opposition we could have faced because they play at a real high intensity and they're a powerful team. And um, they came out the blocks extremely quick. So um, after a, a poor start or a slow start, um, I thought we'd done ever so well to get back in the game. And um, we've had some chances, they've had some chances. So I think all, overall it's probably a fair result and it sets it up for next week. Yeah, Thursday at Ibrox, we will be on there with the build-up from five. So what did you take away from the draw last night? What were the takeaways? I think we've learned that there's no way we can respect them. They're a real good team, really powerful team, effective. They play vertical. So we knew that they weren't going to kill us from a technical point of view, but we knew that we had to match them physically in terms of the running power and um, first balls and second balls. We managed to do that after the opening stages of the game, um, but in no way is this game over or are we in any way, shape or form become favourites. I think this tie sits 50-50 and um, it's a real exciting tie to look forward to at Ibrox. Yeah, you just mentioned that word vertical. I'd, I'd say switch your play. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, yeah. listen, I think he, he sums up um, Slavia Prague mm. pretty well. They are quite physical. They've got big running power in their, in their team and they've got three or four players that can hurt you but I, I, I'm just being honest with watching it last night I, I don't think Rangers were at their best setting half was a big improvement I think Rangers on their day will have too much for them Should have too much next Thursday tomorrow here in Scotland Livingston against Hamilton we'll look at that in the last section and Ross County against Hebs some other headlines I can tell you the Aki's captain Brian Easton has renewed his contract so a new contract for him don't think he's going to make it tomorrow but he should be fit for next week and uh, Ross County against Hibs the, the goalkeeper Marciano off in the summer what about Aberdeen? Oh, who is going to be the new manager? I actually texted him. Yep, I've got a lot of time for him. I really like him. Um, for Derek McInnes, I think yep. he was. I think he was going to go in the summer anyway. I thought oh. he should have got till the summer for a chance to get third. Fergie still won a chance at the Scottish Cup. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a wee bit too soon. You so know, why, why did they season. do it now? I don't know. Maybe they feel like say like that they need to get somebody in now and and plan for next year. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he's gave up hope a third and um, he's wanting a new manager to come in and get a bit of time to know the players and see what he needs. Uh, how he's going to play and they can go and buy players before the start of next season so I've heard a wee rumour that Dan Ferguson Alex Ferguson's boy who's at Peterborough yeah. am I right I, I've heard he's in, in with a right good chance of getting it so there's a wee tip for you but um, other than that Stephen Glass is the the link he played for Aberdeen Stephen Glass didn't he good football oh, he player Fergie wasn't he yeah. he's decent yeah, Hibs as well yeah. Yeah. he's um, manager of Atlanta second team I know he's been over the MLS oh, is it the second team yeah. yeah it's not the first team no it's the second yeah. Yeah. I just think yeah. that Derek McInnes done a, a great job up there. Mm. I think they're big shoes to fill. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, I think they need to get it spot on. I, I say it on, on Wednesday, so I, I agree with you. Give him an end of the season. Give him that respect mm. for what he's he's done up there. I know he's only delivered one trophy, but correct me if I'm wrong here. Before he took over at Aberdeen, they were relegation. Yep. And a, a relegation fight every single year. So yep. for Derek to go up there and... Every single season build new lose his best players, go and build a new team every single season. I, I think he'd done a great job. So So what changed in the couple of weeks? Because he got the dreaded vote of confidence just weeks before. And I mean I know they'd only scored one goal, but Hibs are capable of losing points, which they have done. And Aberdeen go on these runs, don't they? They go on a great run, a bad run, and a great run. They may well have uh, gone on a run till the end of the season. So I just mentioned there a couple of minutes ago that they're still in the Scottish Cup. Yeah. They've still got a real chance of getting third place because Hibs have had a, two bad results one against Mother, one against St Johnson so I, I thought that I think he would have went at the end of the season mm. off his own back but I would have liked to have seen him stay for, for Derek's sake for what he'd done up there to go and try and get to another final mm. or, or make sure he, he gets in that third place I think Rob made a great point League Cup would have been great for them this season I know you, yeah. c- you can't plan it in advance but you know they they could have gone all the way because there was no Rangers there was no Celtic in the latter stages yeah but he's had a terrible season with injuries Paul and losing yeah. players you know early on in the season they were flying and I think Lewis and McCrory went away with Scotland his two best players mm. that stopped the run when that happened you've seen it with Livingston but at that sort of level Paul when you are on a run and you lose 2 or 3 it's tough to get it back mm-hmm. and then you you get more players injured you lose players so it's tough I would just think with Derek McInnes that you think of teams that have finished third in the past Hearts Hibs Dundee United teams like that Jackie McNamara at Dundee United Derek McInnes has done that for 8 years mm-hmm. consistently challenged for third these teams have been relegated there hasn't been another team in Scotland that have consistently challenged for third place and, and I think that's a it's a testament that's doing to Derek McInnes for me I think Aberdeen get the players to do because of Derek McInnes as well the type of person he is and I just think it almost got to the Neil Lennon situation as well whereas because of the way the fans were it was almost impossible for him to turn it around because of how fans were feeling they were so desperate for a change so we'll see if um, 
if, if it does work out for, oh, for these Aberdeen okay. fans. Quick break and then we're back. 0808 17 17 700. The Goal Radio Football Show. Thanks to Chris for the travel this week in the Go Radio Football Show. Stay safe, stay well, stay apart, wash your hands, hot water. I'm getting the vaccination quite soon. Oh, so, right? Yeah, a couple of weeks' time I'll be uh, getting vaccinated, which many of you are. So it's uh, this is the way out of it for everybody. So uh, yeah. over over 65s. <laughs> no, I'm not. But uh, <laughs> yeah, listen, I'm looking. I think it's uh, great. I encourage everyone, and thanks to everyone, the health service and uh, all the carers and uh, looking after everyone. This is going to get better, but we still look after ourselves. Stay apart, and I do believe for March the 21st, don't be daft. Stay away from Celtic against Rangers. There shouldn't be a problem, and uh, get a tell television on turn down the sound and turn up the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy it's going to be Barry Ferguson Cy Ferry Paul Cooney and we'll take your calls during it and we'll have a good afternoon we'll see what the clobber is Cy's going to wear a strip so is Barry too so they'll be on the socials James is our producer uh, in fact Ali our other producer has put online the picture it's on Instagram isn't it of uh, James' shirt which is a Paul Smith isn't it no Cy? it's not Paul Smith no? come on is it a Marks? no Smith. next thing Marks on it uh-huh. Jamie Smith a bonus for you. It's the high heels he's wearing. It's actually grown on me. It's not as bad as we made out. It was just a, a joke, but it's still I wouldn't wear it. But what about him? He's been wearing. He's wearing his boys' clothes tonight as well. Yep. Fergie. Is he? Uh-huh. Is one of them. Yeah. Yep. Which because they steal mine, so I'm going to start stealing theirs. So that's a great thing. You look after yourself. Tomorrow, so, do they yep. climb the ten flights of stairs to get to your room just to steal your clothes? <laughs> Sai, training tomorrow for Peter Hayes. <laughs> yeah, no, we're playing a, we're going to play a bounce match amongst ourselves, Paul. Good. So, yep. like Fergie we're, says, you can train as much as you want, but you, we need games. So, mm. the season starting at the twentieth, we need to get as many ninety minutes in as possible. So, we're going to we're going to play a game. Where, where is that? And Dundee. And then we get tested, get tested, and then play the game. So, you were saying that some of the clubs have been really good with you earlier in lockdown, weren't they? Was it Dundee United was helping you and Dundee? No, it was uh, Dundee yeah. United that helped us in St yeah. Johnston. It was the League Cup games. Remember, mm. the, I think they, the Betfred games. They bet, yeah, you we were the same for yeah, they? Got, I think they were like 75, 80 pound a test. I think we got it for like 50 pound. Great. Um, yeah. So it was a good help. Obviously, money's tight for the part time clubs, so it's great mm. when the, the Premier League clubs help you out. So you even back. Tuesday, sorry, yeah. we, Tuesday we trained, it was bucket and done. So we've trained in Dundee, had to jump straight on the bus, soaking wet, and bus back to Glasgow. What? Tell everyone again. Is this true? You you can't get a shower. Well, you can't get a shower after training, but there's only like, we're only like two on each bus with the distancing, obviously. So some boys are getting in their cars and soaking wet, driving back to Glasgow. No shower. Jason, come on! You must be. I know. God, this is this is. It's common sense takes you a long way. That's crazy. I mean, that's um, jumping cars. They're travelling what yeah. an hour and a half, hour and forty yeah. minutes. Yeah. Freezing cold, um, wet. This going to get illness. This doesn't make sense. They're going to get um, ill with that. So that's the thing. I mean, that, that was like it throughout the season, the start of the season. I mean, there was a couple of places where we, we went into. Uh, no, it was you, in fact. Yeah. We, we were in Porter, Porter Cabins. Mm. The Porter Cabins were, weren't great, to be honest with you. But you know what? It kept us out yeah. the, the wind and rain. But was it no? Was it Airdrie? You were in the stand. In the stand, freezing. But do you know what I didn't get we all tested negative before training so see if you're all negative why can we not get a shower again mm-hmm. I know it, it, it honestly it defies logic mm-hmm. uh, so I don't it doesn't make sense it really doesn't but the fit boy's yeah. back Paul so good look yeah. on the bright side I can't yeah. wait we're missing you at the weekend side, but you'll be with us a week on Sunday and Barry there's no word yet in the Lowland League you're, you're not going to get back are you playing in it I know it's tough just now no we, we're in total limbo do, do you know yeah. what I just want uh, listen I just want a bit of honesty mm-hmm. are, are we going to 
us as a league going to put a Champions Club forward? Are we going to get a chance? Whoever has put forward get a chance at a playoff game. Um, but we're told another couple of weeks before we even know that. We, we're not even get, going to get back playing, Paul, which is disappointing. I just want a bit of honesty and I feel for the players, it's difficult for the players because um, obviously with League 1 and League 2 starting back up, there was a chance for a number of my players to go out and loan and get a bit of game time and I was more than willing to go and let them do that and get a bit of training time uh, as well but there's um, there was a clause in the loans contract that if you do get put forward to a, for a playoff game um, we had to call the players back by the 30th of March so the games don't start until the 20th of March so basically they were going and loan for 10 days so we can't take that that chance. Um, so think your playoff game will go ahead, tell you? I honestly don't know. Do you, do you know what? I, I've got. I, I'm disillusioned, but and it, it needs the SFA and the SPFL to agree, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I just yeah. want somebody to just just tell us yeah. and put us out in misery one way or another. A, a yes, it's happening, or a no, and then see if it's either either or. Yeah. Then I can go and deal with the situation because I've got players yeah. that are out of contract um, in a couple of months' time. They need yeah. to know where we're heading as a club. And also there's there's interest for other clubs And I've got to think of their future as well I've got a priority and, and that's my players Duty of care Yep We're yep. starting back right And we still don't know whether it's going to be an 18 or game league or 22 game league yeah. The yeah. fact that we're starting back and that's not been decided yeah. That baffles me I just didn't get that Why is this not What what we doing Monday to Friday? Can this not be decided in two days? It should, well, it should be, yeah. And listen, they pay a lot of money at the top of the uh, associations to people, some talented people there. Surely they'll sort it out. Listen, I'm going to take a call uh, from... Mark is on the line, an Aberdeen fan, actually. Mark, hello, good evening. Oh, Aberdeen fan, he's, gonna, hello, he's, got, uh, he's Hi, coming Mark. for me here. Hi. <laughs> Mark, Sai thinks Come you're going on, Mark, for him. Come on, Mark, as Hi, Sai. I just wanted to see what your thoughts were on who should be the next Dawn's manager or who you think will get the job. So he's just said oh, that. That's good. I thought he was going yeah. to slaughter us there about no. sticking up for so Denny McKenna. Tell him. Did you, can I ask Mark, did you, do you think Dale should have got to the end of the season or did you want him out sooner? I was on the fence. I think it got stale, but the job he's done deserved to maybe see out to end of the season, give him a decent send-off. Um, the style of football wasn't great and then the results stopped happening as well. I think the two combined, just the writing was on the wall. Am I right in saying to see at the start of the season where like Wright and Hedges were kind of playing like the two tens? Was, was that not probably the best football Aberdeen have played in, in a number of years? I got off the flyer yeah. and then things just started to started to crumble a wee bit. I heard you mention as well, McCrory and uh, Ferguson went international duty, got injured, just really, really struggled after that. But also the the loss McKenna at the start of the season in Autumn yeah. Forest and Cosgrove. I know Cosgrove didn't score a lot of goals and had a few injuries, but it's still a lot of good players to take out a, 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 a spiny team, team as well. Exactly. But Hedges and Wright were, were key mm. at the start mm. of the season. Hedges for me was Aberdeen's best yeah. player this season. Mark, who do you want to see as manager? What about Stephen Glass along with uh, Scott Brown? They're saying maybe player coach. Yeah, it kind of came out of nowhere the Scott Brown thing. Mm. Um, Stephen Glass, obviously, ex player. Was good at the Dons in his day. I think that might be a decent appointment. Obviously, we've been in America for the last ten years, so we've not really seen or heard much of how he's been getting on. But I don't know. Out of the rest of the candidates, he's probably the the one most the fans would go for. I think. Who, who would you want, Mark? Uh, oh, I toyed with the Roy Keane one. I don't know if he'd be <laughs> interested in an Aber- in the Aberdeen gig, but someone like that, instant respect, maybe a little too old school and hot headed. I don't know. 
See for me, see if you're going to go and try and get Stephen Glass, I would, I'd go, I'd much rather go and get a Jim Goodwin than a Stephen Glass. Right. Knows the league, been a manager for what six years now with Allo and St Man, mm-hmm. been successful in the league with St Man, earned his stripes. Uh, if it was me and I'm an Aberdeen fan, I would take Jim Goodwin, Goodwin tomorrow. I do. I think he gets teams set up. I think Ar- Aberdeen are very disorganised just now, especially at the back. I think that's one thing that Jim Goodwin goes in and does. As we've said, recruitment's massive for these sort of clubs. His recruitment at St Man's been good. Yeah, I, I, I think I, he's a right good manager, Jim Goodwin. Barry, it's not a bad caller. Yeah. If you're going, no disrespect to St Man, but Aberdeen are a bigger club. Yeah, mm. and he'll have um, a lot more uh, finance yeah. to go and get get better players. Mark, what do you reckon? Goodwin is up there, definitely. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the guys have been saying that. Yeah, yeah he's done well with St Man. I was thinking as like well. What about this one? Time. What do you think of this, Mark? Could you think Gordon Strachan would go and get one last job? I thought that a moment ago. I wonder if Gordon Strachan would, would you yeah. take that? Good ties Good ties with the club Just don't know if he's maybe been out of the game a bit too long as well I don't, I don't know Maybe Gavin alongside him his son you know yeah. as a coach as well Yeah. if yeah. there's change at yeah. Celtic yeah Who else is there? Who else has been? I, I don't know but it's a big call that the, the owner has to mm. make because the, look when you say success I know he only brought one trophy but me and Si were talking about mm. it earlier on he consistently Third place Challenge. I know yeah. when Rangers were out of the league It was yeah. second place So he's consistently been up there And only disappointing thing I, I would, I think Derek would say himself When they've got to semi-finals Where they, they could have got an opportunity To get yeah. to the final That's probably uh, The only downside But I, I look at it Aberdeen continually lose mm. their best players Every single season It's hard for, yeah. for Derek yeah. But Look that that's the kind of league we're in That's what Aberdeen are Aberdeen get a player And he plays at the top level Bigger clubs are going to come in And, and take them away Si you have broken the news It could be Darren Ferguson I heard he's in my yep. chance I heard, yeah. I heard he's in so my chance So what's he like as a manager? I've played against these teams um, Hard working I would say mm. You know One of the teams that when you played against these teams You thought wow They play great football And I know that's what Aberdeen fans want That's why for me it'd be a wee bit of a strange point. But again Paul I've not seen his team play for years This is when I was doing south And playing against these teams um, But again for me I would. I, I just think it's a risk Bringing in a guy for a different league where you've got a guy like Jim Goodwin there. You know, if you're going to go and pay f- money to get Dan Ferguson out of Peterborough, why not just go and pay for mon- money to get Jim Goodwin out of St. Man? After that save last night, Mark, you're a first time caller on Go in Glasgow. What's the Who's the best keeper you've ever seen? Who's your Don's favourite keeper? Oh, that's a tough one. It's got to be uh, Leighton, isn't it? It's got to be Leighton, Jimmy Leighton. I was thinking. Well, yeah. Leighton, Peter Keir, the Danish, the Danish keeper we had in the early 2000s. Mm. Right. Uh, Tail Schnelders. But Jim Leighton's made yeah, these saves with a full tub of Vaseline on each eyebrow, so that's that comes yeah, at unbelievable. End. What was that? All about? <laughs> you remember Snelder? I, I actually yeah. played with Teal Snelder. Yeah, no. Yep, yep. Nice big guy. Remember, good goalkeeper. He yep. was Teal. Um, well, was unbelievable at Aberdeen, and mm. he came to Rangers. He never played that's much right. at, at Rangers, but he was a top guy. Teal Aberdeen have always had mm. decent keepers. I like the Aberdeen keeper just now. Joe Lewis mm-hmm. mm. I, I think he's a, a good keeper Made a couple of mistakes Which is no like him this, yeah, this season, season But yeah. he's he's a big player for Aberdeen And Mark what about this season What do you make of Rangers and Celtic And what happened What's your thoughts on it? Oh, Rangers have been by far the best team in the league There's no doubt about that Celtic have clearly struggled Had a bad summer recruitment wise And Rangers just got off a flyer And, and never stopped mm. um, Even in Europe They're flying as well Just Managed to combine the two Normally it's one or the other mm. With Scottish teams They don't normally manage to sustain A, a, a Scottish title challenge And mm. a European challenge But Rangers have managed to do that 
What about John Kennedy? I know I Mark about that. Would you take? Would you be happy with a John Kennedy or a Sean Maloney type? That Petordry, good, good call. What do you think? Uh, young managers, hungry. Yeah, probably need an older head in there with him. You would mm. think maybe work alongside them. But I just think the next, the next appointment is massive for Aberdeen because they've got the stadium on the horizon as well. And combined with the fact that obviously all the clubs financially have lost out so much this season due to COVID, mm. that if Aberdeen can't get the gates. The product on the pitch isn't good enough and they don't get the numbers through the door. Mm. You just worry financially for Aberdeen. Uh, Mark, has that been the problem at Aberdeen, the, the style they play this season? Is that the thing that's worried I the fans? I think it has, Barry. Yep. Yeah, I think it has. I think the fact that combined with the results not going their way and the, the style of play, the two, that's what's happened. Because um, they were getting the results but maybe not playing as well, but grinding out a 1-0, a 2-1. Mm. And the fans were happy enough for that because three points on the board at the end of the day was what mattered. But... Now they've been dropping points, silly points as well. But who does play? Game. Who does play great football in Scotland? Who's a team that you look at outside, say like Rangers, and think they play great football? Hibs, Hibs are third, but for me, it's no free flowing football. You know, I think Hibs no. go quite direct up to Dodge. I think that's when they play their best football. So I think it's very tough. You know, fans in Scotland want this this free flowing nice football. But see, until you actually play in the league, Paul, it's but fair. It's hard to go and play. Oh, it's play a tough back in Scotland because. The, the intensity mm-hmm. that people pressure it's very tough there's no doubt it's a tough league but I, I just look at the, the, the players at Aberdeen I've got yep. I, I think they've got good players at Aberdeen should do better I mean I look yep. at the, the three in the middle of the park the three youngins yep. I, I think that that could be a real good combination then you've got the experience uh, in McGinn Again and Hayes and Hayes yep. um, so, and they've got a good goalkeeper yep. yep so I, I think in time they could become again a, a decent team it's just listen it's just the end of the road for Derek I just disapp- I'm disappointed in Derek he'll be back yeah because I knew him and yeah. I, I would just like to have seen him uh, given until the end of the season because listen third place is, is still there to be grabbed at and they're still in the Scottish Cup so I'm sure Derek would have liked to have seen the season out but Listen, it's not worked out that way and they're going down a different road now. But again, Fergie, do you not think as well you can only play with what you've got? Can you go and ask Andy Constein and Ash Taylor to go and pass the ball for the back? No, it's not their, not their you know game. I mean? they're, they're, they're proper. Oh, what I would go down is their defenders yeah. are like heading the ball and and obviously the, the physical side of it. Um, okay. But again, they've got some decent players, Aberdeen, as I just mentioned yeah. there. Quick break and then we're back. Mark, thanks for calling. We'll speak to you again on Go Radio. Cheers, Mark. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Cheers. The Bull Radio Football Show. Not on the back of tonight. I think you've seen the moves that I've made in terms of the squad, and I've tried to shape it. Uh, I moved two, three fullbacks on because I had real big confidence in Calvin Bassey and also Nathan Patterson. We we decided not to extend John Flanagan. We moved Matt Polster on, who were the backup right backs at the time, um, and that's because we knew we had to make room for Nathan Patterson. There's only so many days you can spend in the academy and so many games you can play well in before you need to make the next step Yep, that's uh, obviously the manager Stephen Gerrard speaking about Nathan Patterson what a month it's been for him but what a find that uh, Rangers have him able to play him I wonder if he'll play in the match against Celtic we'll find out uh, this time next week we'll be building up to that Barry but a lot to happen before then yeah, but I'm sure he'll, he'll, he'll play in the game. I, I think the manager trusts him, but I, I just like when the manager says there, it comes it comes a stage in an age where you need to make that step up playing um, and the, the youth set up or the under-21s, whatever you want to call it, they, they need to make that step up because you become stale and he's made the step up, he's moved on, 
John Flanagan uh, and Paulson as well. So it just shows you what the manager thinks of him. Um, and he's up against um, training, up against, sorry, should I say, top players every single day. And the improvement on the, the young uh, kid's been, been excellent, as I said. He's had a tough month, but since he's been given the chance to come back in, I think he's been a real standout. Say si, on the back of the chat there about the Aberdeen job, I've heard from someone close to it, there are over 200 applications for the job. Wow. That's definite. Over 200 applications for the Aberdeen job. Interview process has yet to get underway. So, you know, so Darren Ferguson could be... In, no, no, he <laughs> could well be in the mix. No, I, I can close. see why, because it's a good yep. job, Paul. Of course, As yeah. like Fergie says, when you look at the squad yep. on paper, they've got they've got good players up there. I like your, your shout, Gordon Strachan. He's only 64 years old. I mean, look at Benitez and all the rest of them. And look mm. at Fergie. Uh, you know, he was over 70 at Manchester United. Gordon Strachan. The problem you've shout. got there, Paul, yep. is... Is Derek's done such a good what 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 is what is an achievement for Aberdeen fans now? Sometimes it's a change though, isn't it? What's now happened, there's going to be a new manager. If only he could have got a cup, maybe another cup. When you look at it now, 2014, that League Cup success, and this season was a chance, but he's a fantastic manager. Where will he turn up next? But the, the lots of the listeners here are asking who's going to turn up in Kerrydale Street? Who's going to be the new manager at Celtic or the new double act with the the new... Your money is going... I mean, we're not betting people, of course. Yeah. Who you, you you do think it's the ex-Bournemouth manager? or I would take Eddie Howe. Yeah. I, I know people think I'm contradicting myself because at the, start, at the start of this season, well, but that was halfway through ago. the season, yeah, I didn't think it was the right time for it to come into that yeah. sort of pressure for to try and get 10 in a row. I do think now... I know Fergie's saying that the fans will, will want success straight away. It could happen, don't get me wrong, because as I said, they've got good players there. But if, if Hedy Howe is going to do the way he's going to do it, and that means for the top to bottom, re, 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 what is it, revolutionise the club mm. in terms of bringing youth through, putting a structure in place to do that, players coming in. I think Eddie Howe will need two or three years. I think he's that type of manager. But what I think he is, I think he's clever, Paul. I think he's tactically good. I think he's got a set, set, certain way of playing, a style of playing that, Celtic, that would suit Celtic fans. I think they'd enjoy watching it. Um, and again, as I say, working with that director of football, I think he would. I, would, I think he would like that job. Jo- job, Paul. Mm-hmm. I think he's more than happy for a guy to go and pick players uh, to fit the position that he's looking for in his team. Uh, and he will be on the training ground. Right. I think he's that type of manager. Fair again, I think players these days, especially the ones that Celtic have got, right. I think they they like that type you of see manager. Somebody like Eddie, I think he would be a, a good fit in terms of the way he plays the game. Yeah. His teams play the game. Um, but I think somebody like Eddie Howe would want serious backing. Because look, I know Bournemouth aren't, aren't a big club, but he had a bit of money to go and spend on on players, and I think he would want that. Because I do think there's going to be a lot of players going out the door. Mm-hmm. Some, there's some, no doubt it's needed. Yeah. It's needed. So if you're going to bring in replacements, the good players cost money. Mm-hmm. I think they I think know. he'll need a bit of backing. Mm-hmm. I, I think they do know mm-hmm. in Celtic that, that it's the end of an era. It's for this group of players but then who, again I think that's where buy. he went wrong at Bournemouth yeah. is spending big money I don't think he'd done that well that's why I think he'll be more than happy to let somebody else go yeah. and do that mm-hmm. I think at Bournemouth he picked the players he went and signed Solanke for Liverpool was it mm-hmm. or Chelsea sorry he signed a couple yeah. of Liverpool players and it never worked out I think Eddie Howe I don't think he likes the pressure I think he likes to be on the training ground Paul I think he's that type of manager and I think that's the type of manager that Celtic need let the director of football go and pick players if it, if it does cost a lot of money that's doing a director of football if you can go and get players like Kamara that Rangers done or free transfers, again, that's up to the director of football. As long as Eddie Howe, I think, gets the type of player that he wants, I don't think he'll but care whether it costs 20 right. million or But the thing is, you're not grand. always going to get snips like Aribo no. and, and Kamara. They're, they're hard to come come around. I, I think he'll need to go on three, four big players and then build around about it because he'll know the lower leagues really well and there's a lot of good players you've played down yeah. there. See League One and into the Championship. Mm. 
There's a lot of very good players And it's been proven with, You see what's happened with Rangers uh, Celtic have signed a young lad for Sheffield Wednesday Who's meant to be a, a right top player mm-hmm. So there is there is good players But I'm th- I'm just thinking for the big players The, the spine of the team Like a goalkeeper yeah. I don't think you can down and take a gamble We spoke about it earlier on in the show I think you need a top goalkeeper That's going to cost a, a bit of money Top centre half Central midfield And up top Because I think Edward um, going into the final 12 months of his contract he's, not going, he's clearly not going to sign a new contract I think he's going to go there's no doubt about it I think it. the fans would want him to go now wouldn't they that era's gone but do you yeah. know Eddie Howe does sorry Paul just to go back to Eddie Howe he makes players better mm-hmm. see if you think about and Celtic need a manager like people that. said that about Brendan Rodgers Brendan Rodgers that's exactly what he done every player at the football club got better you think him at Bournemouth with guys like Callum Moulton who he signed for Coventry mm-hmm. he went and made him an England, England internationalist you know he makes players at the club. half the boys that Eddie Howe had in, at Bournemouth had, he had from League One and he made them better footballers and again Celtic need that type of manager if they're going to sign players they need to be improved so that you can go and sell them on for a bigger fee and I think Eddie Hill will but do that There's certainly not going to be an open checkbook that you can go out and just spend £10 million willy-nilly on three or four players he's going to have a set budget but he'll need to spend it wisely mm. But there'll be four or five million times yeah, three, I, I, four players Yeah, I do think that's needed yeah. and then you can build round about that mm. I, I think he needs some big players in um, mm. I, I'm not saying go and spend in, 10-15 million on, on a player as you've just mentioned there the kind of figure would probably be 4 or 5 million pound on 3 or 4 really established good players and then you can build round about it see because I think he's better at recruitment wise when he was in the championship mm-hmm. he was going getting players from the lone league I think he struggled when he had to sign players ready made to go and play in his first team mm-hmm. I think he was better at going sign and that's again that's a, that's a type of manager that Celtic need think of Nathan Ake I think he went and got him for uh, was it Chelsea Reserves uh, and you know and he went and yep. again made him a, a Man City player so I think Eddie Howe's record in developing players that's the type that Celtic need and the fans would probably give him time because it needs to be a big enough name probably doesn't it I, I, I it just does. think with old firm you don't get time mm, I, I, yeah. I know with Stephen Gerrard people will say oh, well, you're contradicting yourself he, he got three years right but he did last, he did get three years yeah. the, the board clearly backed and seen the improvements year on year on uh, year in year out sorry should I say I just don't know where obviously the pressure's who knows mm. Who knows what's going to happen But I, I do think next year The Celtic fans will expect mm-hmm. Celtic to claw back that title I heard them but talking I, I about it in Talksport uh, And they were saying What about Frank Lampard It would be box office in Scotland Everyone talking about Stephen Gerrard They did when Brendan Rodgers was here It's been tough for Neil Lennon to follow that What about a Frank Lampard coming to Celtic But see like Giving Eddie Howe time So if you go and get Eddie Howe And you say I'm going you Go and you play how you want to play in a set way And go and get the players to fit that if you get if you give Eddie House six months and he doesn't do well and you get rid of him, you've got all his players in the way he wants to play. So you need, yep. then need to go and do that with another guy. So for that reason, I think Celtic need to give a guy two years, minimum two years. He needs to, to, to set his stamp on it. Again, Frank Lampard has he done enough for me to get the Celtic job? Compared to Eddie Howe, Eddie Howe's been doing it for what ten years now, management. Mm-hmm. I know Frank Lampard done well at Derby, but if you think about it, Paul, he got Mason Mount for Chelsea and the boy Tamuri, who is now playing with AC Milan <laughs> and the other one's Chelsea's best player. They were his two players at Derby. Mm-hmm. And then okay, yeah, he done well to get Chelsea into the top four, but that expect once that expectation was there, he struggled the next year. For me, Eddie Howe would be a safer bet than, than Frank Lampard. It's a big call. Mm. Yeah. Is would that would you import- like to see Lampard? Lampard against Gerard. Yeah, look, look you, you want to see um, top names come up into our league because yeah. it, it only makes mm. it better than a lot more people are, are talking about mm. it. You see the what happened with Brendan Rodgers coming up here. We were all over yep. Sky Sports, etc. You see with the, the Stephen Gerrard effect. So it's only good for our game. You want to see big names come in uh, our league and manage, and you also want to see 
good players as well and and I think there's a lot of good players up here but in terms mm. of Celtic I think they need to they need to get the right guy because as I said I do think it's a big job it's a full rebuild mm. um, he will need a bit of money I'm not saying I'll go back to I'm not saying mm. tens of millions but you will need to go out and strengthen and make it stronger. And spend it wisely. OK, I just saw uh, Darren Ferguson there named uh, Manager of the Month in the First Division oh, wow. in England. You mentioned him for Aberdeen. Who's it going to be at Celtic? And uh, for Rangers side, what do you think? Rangers on Thursday night, 1-1 at the moment with Slavia Prague. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think Rangers will go through. Yep. I do. I think that, uh, you know, you've seen them in the last round against Antwerp at home. They were, they were, they were excellent. So I don't think uh, Prague are that much better than Antwerp, you know, in terms of a threat up top. Um, I think if Rangers can do what they've done all season in terms of being good defensively the front three for me are, are um, in good form I think they can go and beat Slavia Prague and Barry will be on the build up to that Monday night Barry will be on with a, a new signing we'll reveal on Monday Tuesday Stephen Craigan will be on with John Hartson and Rob on Wednesday Barry you, me and Leanne Crichton and uh, Thursday Craig Moore and uh, our new signing and uh, looking forward then to the build up to next weekend we'll be here uh, Friday and Sunday for Celtic against Rangers right what about tomorrow Livingston against Hamilton Barry got all four last weekend oh, I've seen that yeah that. so Livy against Hamilton Si what do you reckon I'm going to Hamilton Ackes I think yeah. Livy have gone I really do yeah. I think yeah. um, you know no playing well no getting results no being hard to beat conceding for set pieces it's so unlike Livingston actually reminds me of how they were playing towards the end of Gary Holt's yeah. time in charge it just didn't seem like they've, they've got a win in them so I think Hackies have been playing well this this past wee bit, so I, I think Hackies will go there and beat them. Good. I think it's going to be a draw. Ooh. Ooh. Right, you're going for the yep. draw again? Yeah, yep. I, I think Livingston know they only need a point to stay in the top six, and I think Hamilton know that they need to pick up points. And Arsenal tough, artificial, Hamilton are used to that because they've got one as well, so I think it's going to be a... Um, one each one I'm each. going to go and tonight in Dingwall uh, not tomorrow Ross County against Hibs I'm going to go Ross County yeah. to beat Hibernian wow yes. so I agree I'm going Ross County right. to beat Hibs wow. as well. so they beat you, them last Yogi. time didn't you Yogi mm-hmm. yep. they're good at I mean, home Ross County two bad results mm-hmm. Hibs I've, I've had um, and I just like John Hughes I just like the way he goes about his business it's a tough okay. place to go and get results for me Ross County and tonight then in the Highlands Inverness against Wraith Rovers scoreline Si I think it'll be a draw. Yeah. I like Wraith Rovers. I like John McGlynn. You play yeah. against these sides. He, he likes to play football. Reagan Henry in the middle of the pitch really like uh, release facility. Good player. Uh, Lewis Vaughan up front. Good player for Wraith as well. But I think Inverness will grind out a grind out a draw. Mm-hmm. With Jenk Fergie. Yeah. Uh, it's a tough. I'm going to go a draw as well. In fact, I'll change yep. it just to be different for him. I'll go Wraith beating them. Mm. I just want listen. Yep. I just want my ex teammate to try and pick up some <laughs> points. But it's a tough yeah. one here. He's right about Wraith Rovers. I've got. They've got some decent players with Rovers and they've had a great season after getting promoted. Sunday morning, the business show Hunter and Hockey don't miss it. Last weekend, Eddie Hawthorne was on in the boardroom, the boss at Arnold Clark. It was absolutely brilliant chat. And this weekend, it's going to be Lauren Leesk, who is a, an award-winning entrepreneur. So, Barry, she's a bit like Sai. She's an entrepreneur. She'll be on in Sunday morning at 11. L- listen to a wee bit, yeah. What is it? They're up to 300,000 cars they sell. Listen, Arnold Clark. Well done, yeah. What? <laughs> That's what they sell a week? A year. Uh, it's amazing numbers. Yep. Uh, yeah. 300,000. 300, oh, 300, wow. Anyway, we're at half a million on the podcast. Sai, great to see you. Good luck with the training tomorrow. Thanks, and man. we'll see you next Friday in the build up. And Barry uh, on Monday night at five. Yep. Good luck with your anniversary tonight. Thank you oh. very much. Uh, yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks to everyone. Coming up next, it's going to be Stevie Lennon. I wonder we love the tracks, don't you? Just get in the car, switch it on, turn it up. Uh, some great stuff last week. And I'm sure it'll be the same tonight. That's coming up just after this. Good night. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go.
Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. 